Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show the nikki glazer podcast hey here i am <clears throat> hello everyone as i clear my throat and it didn't help anything it's nikki glazer welcome to the nikki glazer podcast it's thursday and you know what that means wait why isn't this working oh, oh god <laughs> <sighs> tricked you. It almost didn't work. And it, yeah, it has a mind of its own. Oh, Andrew forgot to take the plastic off this button. Like the film. Get uh, ready for the sound. Hold on. ASMR. Oh, nice. yes. Look how smooth it is now. What was he even thinking? Uh, Noah, how's it going? Good. You're in studio. I know. It's so funny. Welcome. Oh, we didn't turn on our sign. Oh. I don't know why that's not on. Here's the remote. Oh, there's the remote. Sweet. Um, Sorry about that, Mark. There we go. <laughs> We're back on. Now the show's starting. Welcome. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. It's Thursday. Um, last night, we had the live podcast. 
at uh, Joe's Cafe in St. Louis. So many besties came out. So many individual besties that were then sat together as groups and they became friends throughout the night. And like I thought a lot of people were couples or friends that came together, but no. No. Just individual besties coming out to shows. It was so much fun. You were so good, Noah. You looked so cute. You looked like Taylor Swift at um the uh tiny desk concert. That okay. That's so, what you looked like. So I wore a blazer. Yeah, a plaid blazer. And I I gotta say, it was I like when I went to the store to buy it, I was like, I think Nikki would like this. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I want to get one up for myself. You I was on Poshmark. What? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I will follow up on that and see if you're serious. But yeah, I um, I loved it so much. It um, it's hard for me though because sometimes with blazers, I see them online and I see them advertised like a fun boyfriend blazer, like oversized. Because yours was kind of oversized. Yeah, but still narrow, not too boxy. E- not too boxy. Yes, yes. It just, um, it looked, it made you look petite as opposed to sometimes I put those on and I feel like it's a costume. I have a story to tell you about yes, a blazer. Please. So um, before we met, the first time I saw you, we were at, um, at Sirius XM and I see this like tall blonde in this like blazer. I'd never seen anyone wear a blazer like this walk into an office and I Whoa, was like. Oh, she means business. I know, and I was like, "Who is that?" And I was like, a, like a couple of feet away. I was just looking. I was looking. Wonder what it was. What blazer? Um, it was like this gray. It was like gray, white, and black. Like it's I don't know what a the rent design the runway. Is yeah. So then I, I, um, and this was even like before I worked in comedy. I was like on trucking radio. So I text <laughs> my friend Roland, who is you knows everybody in comedy, and I was oh like, my God. "Roland, who is in Jack's office?" And he like walks by you know just like grazes by yeah and he's like oh it's nikki glazer and it was just about like around the time that my sister and i watched your first netflix special where you were wearing like the black sweater and and the leather skirt yes yes and i was just like what (laughs) and then fast forward and we work together (laughs) oh my god and i'm wearing a taylor swift shirt that i got from a a kid that uh, when i was doing local radio in richmond virginia and i was like i love your shirt and he took it off so that's me today i love it when there's like like stuff on the sleeves there is that's the best kind of merch yeah we're both wearing long sleeve t-shirts that have stuff on the the sleeve what what is that band wait can i try to read with this heavy metal so it looks like machu picchu on the bottom is that right or is that just like uh guess again wait is that something should i know it is what I mean, it's a, it looks like a mountain that has a bunch of uh, stars on it. Or like, <laughs> is it a mountain? Or it looks, oh, you know what? It is a rat going, Argh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. So it is. What's the band? Grave Set. Grave Set. Why can't Grave Senu? Graves, I don't know. Gravesend. Gravesend? Yeah. Which is a neighborhood in Brooklyn. This is oh, like a, Graves a metal End. Band. Oh, I thought it was like gr- we're sending you to the grave. Gr- this is a grave send, and then you get stabbed. Um, are they really good? Yes. What's, what are some of your favorite tracks? I might know someone 
personally that's in this band that's oh. that's anonymous on it. Oh, ooh, wow. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Makes so much sense. Fanthrax. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, last night was so oh. much fun, and you were wearing plaid. And what was your impression of last night? Um, it was. Just like it felt like the Tiny Desk concert. Like if you've ever watched those on NPR, like it was like kind of an eclectic background. You'll see it eventually on the video on our YouTube. But um, it was just like doing um, at first it was a little awkward because I felt I felt awkward because, you know, I'm so used to getting on stage and there being like laugh, 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 laugh. Oh. And I don't treat it the same way mm-hmm. that I do a podcast when I'm like performing. I'm not usually sitting down. I'm not usually talking to someone. Um and so I was a little bit like uh, out of my element, especially the first part of the show where I just monologize. It's like, what do I even, Yeah, I don't usually have a plan. And I, last night I was like, what's my plan? And I just couldn't come up with one. Um, and I had some loose plans and then they all went out the goddamn window. Um, but it, and my parents were both there. And I usually feel like, I don't know, the first part of the show, like, you're the only one who's ever there and you're just you're usually in Arizona on my screen and (laughs) I never feel uncomfortable talking to myself in front of you um but Luigi you gotta stop licking it's so annoying (laughs) um so but uh last night it was like my parents sitting there staring at me um like my ex uh like friends my parents friends who were like being supportive just besties who were wishing me the best but it was like it just felt a little awkward at first and then within I think a minute I just eased into it and found the rhythm that I wanted and then mm-hmm. Andrew came out and it was just super comfortable. He was a little nervous at first too and then he got into the vibe. You know like at first it's just it's awkward. It's different. And then yeah. you just feel you feel the love from the audience and then you just start kind of like okay, everyone's supportive. Everyone Such wants good to energy. Yeah. I mean, I never I am never on stage. I like to stay in the background. Mm-hmm. But everyone who came in uh, was just like, hey, Noah, oh, my God, hi, hi. You know, like, everyone was so sweet that I, it made me feel so comfortable. Yes. And I'm like, okay, you know, everyone here is for us. So if I make a mistake or anything, you know, like, they're going to be totally supportive. They're friends, like, coming out to see you and support you. And that yeah. that almost makes it, like, a little bit more intimidating to me sometimes because with strangers, I can, like, fail. And I know that there's not going to be – they're not going to, like, feel something extra. Whereas, like, you, when you watch your friend fail – there's a little bit of like, just there's a like a you pity them a little bit. Like oh. I didn't want any of that. But like when you watch someone that you go to see as like a fan, which people you know, besties are fans, you could say, but mostly they're friends. And um, so I felt a little bit of that, but it was so supportive. And that you know what, um, fame in Australia is kind of like the way we have besties. I didn't know this, but I have some friends in Australia who are super famous. And like when they get recognized, people just go, hey, Andy, like like they're just friends with him. And so he never knows if it's like a friend or someone who's like a huge <laughs> fan because That's they cool. they have a thing called like tall poppy, like not our version of poppy, but like you don't they hate the tall poppy, which is like someone who thinks they're better than everyone else because they're famous. So they have a way in Australia. It's almost like. They just don't want anyone being better than them. They don't like treat celebrity like we do in America. It's just like, oh, hey, Andy, like your work, you know? And um, I kind of, that's how I felt with the besties last night. They're not, not that I don't love when a bestie is like shaking and crying and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that reaction. I'm, I'm that, I do that too. But there was just a familiarity to everyone 
where I look at them and I'm, I, I mean, so often I say, have we met before? Because it just feels so familiar. So it was yeah. really nice. Yeah. And like, we were even able to go to some places of like, you know, not usually during a live show do you go to like kind of not darker places, but like talk about real stuff and not keep it all just like fun, fun, like just yeah, joke, joke, it was joke. just conversational, not like, you know, your your comedy routine. Yes. Andrew was saying that for him, doing the podcast was easier than doing stand-up, like, like more chill. Mm, yes. Well, there's, an, there's two other people there to True. cover the slack. Um, there is no expectation for you to be funny because it's all, everyone knows it's not planned. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you make a joke that's funny, it gets a bigger response than if you were seeing someone with stand-up. Because with stand-up, you go, yeah, I expect to hear some jokes. I People don't really look at stand-up anymore as like, they're coming up with it off the top of their head. But when you see a live podcast, you're like, well, they were just genuinely like quick right then. And I think there's more... Um, there, Andrew's really good at that. And so he was probably... And Andrew gets really nervous about stand-up, um, which I don't anymore. So for me, it was like the opposite, where stand-up's my comfort zone and then... This obviously is comfortable in a room alone, but on stage, I just feel like, like, I just go, oh, what, you know, why people just are going to watch me have a conversation with my friends. But the thing is, I would do that Yeah, I, with my favorite podcast. I wouldn't mind it. Um, and we had some great besties doing Fanthrax and asking questions. It was so oh, much fun. And your mom... Oh my God, my mom was like the Ricky Lake of the crowd. She went around and put the microphone in different people's faces and did not know what she was doing. She just kept going like, do I ask them Fanthrax? Do I, what do I ask them? And I'm like, you just, they ask her question, mom. It's all good. Uh, but they were, everyone was so sweet. And then afterwards we stayed and like took pictures and stuff. And it was just like a cool hang. Um, I got a lot of texts from people I was working with that I was, uh, they were like, are you okay? You seemed really upset when you left. And I was like, what? what? Like, I had to ask them, like, oh, why? why did you get that impression? Like, I was in the best mood at the end of it. I was really, like, depressed earlier on in the day and just, like, not feeling good at all, tired. Um, I'd flown in from, you know, L.A. yesterday early morning, and I didn't get a chance to nap, and I went over to my parents' house, and I, like, cried a couple times, and it was just, like, and I'm on my period and just, you know, a lot. And... um but then the show put me in the best mood. I was like, I watched oh, how they're skipping. There was a surprise for you. Oh my God, that was the best thing too. <laughs> I casually mentioned at one point that I wanted, I like made a joke that during the live show it would be funny if I had a foot masseuse on stage during the show. And the people that are fo fo like fo following me around with cameras said, um, they just made it happen. I just made an offhanded comment to Andrew, I think. And one of them heard and like, Made it come to fruition. There was a masseuse there. Yeah. I Mandy. had, so I had no idea this was happening. And um, someone from a crew that we don't know why they were there. Yeah. We, we don't know why cameras are all over the brought, place. Brought um, this masseuse and her name is Mandy. And she's like, here's Mandy. And I'm like, oh, hi. Can I help you? <laughs> and she, and um, the the production uh, person goes, oh, yeah, she's she's a masseuse. So then I text you and I was like, hey, Nikki, Mandy's here. And then you go, who, who 
the hell is Mandy? <laughs> you don't know who Mandy is. Um, so then I'm like, oh, she's the masseuse. And then I think, like, I, I can tell it in the text when the light bulb went off, when you connected the two things, because I just get like a barrage of texts. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you were coming so already. excited. I was so excited because I just feel like all I want is touch and like massage and like people to like touch me and like I've really like my body is breaking down my canker sores like now I just am always like tired and sore in my feet and like I just crave a touch that's why I went to that fucking face massage place twice yeah. in a row I just wanted someone to touch me and and massage is too much for me because it's like you take off all your clothes and it just feels I've talked about it before but after I get done with a massage I just often feel icky and like kind of abandoned they're just like put on your clothes and get, and get out get out of here and yeah. i feel cold and it's just like i was just like so warm and being touched and it's just but when i went to this face place you leave on all your clothes and you just like lay back in a chair and it's not as jarring of an experience to go from massage to the world outside um and that's why i like foot massage but i also don't like in la every time i've gone to get a foot massage they're full they're mad at me they like i can tell that they're I always go to like the Thai places and I just know that they are tired and overworked and I just like don't, yeah. I want to go to like corporate ones that are run in a way where I don't think the people doing them are being abused or taking advantage of. So what that leaves me is the face gym <laughs> at in LA or um, this woman, Mandy, who we went to for uh, the thing that I'm doing with all the cameras. I had met her before and um yeah, she just rubbed my bunions while I was on stage. Because I'm like, to be honest with you, I'm pissed, Noah. Like the other day I was like, I'm pissed. Because Andrew gives a really good foot massage. And it's not that much work. He uses his knuckle. He knows exactly where to go. Like he he has nailed it for me. Like exactly what I need. And like he can only do it for like two minutes. And then he's like, Ugh. And then he has to act like he's disgusted by it. And like, Ugh. And then it's like. I don't know. Like, first of all, I offered to pay him and then he goes, you don't need to pay me. So then I didn't. Like when someone says you don't need to pay me emphatically after you say he kept because I go, I'll give you a hundred dollars for a 15 minute foot rub. Like that's how bad that's how badly I want a foot rub. And And that's how good his foot rubs are. Yes, they really are. Like he does the right amount of pressure and I can kind of guide him. Like I'm not scared to go. No, no, no. Stop. Oh, ah, ah," you know, like right there. This spot right here. Whereas massage therapists, they're like, I was trained for this. So I know your body better than you do. But like, all I want is foot massage after a show. Like, if I had a thing that I could give someone that took minimal effort and took 15 minutes of my time to make the person that's bringing me out on the road, who has brought me along on the podcast, listen, he gives me a lot of things too. But if I had a skill that 15, like, if I've always offered him foot rubs, like, can I give you one? And he never, he always is like, oh, and like, Listen, I know he's not my boyfriend. I know that's not like something I should expect from him. But I just want my friends to want to like offer me foot rubs sometimes, especially my friends that are on the road with me and see me on my feet for three hours a night sometimes, sometimes five hours a night with meet and greets in in these boots. And yes, I'm choosing to wear those boots. But like nothing. Have you ever seen me get excited about something more than someone touching my feet? (laughs) I mean, I, I, I promise you it was as excited as I got when... Like, I matched with a hot guy on Raya who just wanted to be friends and start a podcast with me. Like, at first I thought I had a shot, and I was like, yes! Like, it's, it was like, foot massages 
to me, the promise of one, especially one from someone that I can like direct and like who gives me good enough pressure down there, it's better than matching than getting a text from a guy you like it like it really like fills my soul and like I'm just it makes me sad that someone in my life a best friend in my life has the ability to give me that and literally five minutes not he says he gives me massages all the time it's always from I have to put my foot up when he's in the passenger seat and he and he just goes like this and with his knuckle and goes ah and the whole time he's like Okay, that's enough. And he just... Why is he making the face, though? Because he has to pretend it's gross when Andrew is... Andrew brushes his teeth once a day. Andrew, like, has crumbs all over him. He's not grossed out by it, by the way. He doesn't wash his hands. He doesn't care about the grossness. It has to be, like, this thing of, like, I don't like this, but... Maybe we could do a barter system. Like, ask him what he would like in exchange. Because maybe it's not money, but it's, like, something else. Yeah, I think he would like money and I'll pay him for it. But then he always goes, you don't need to give me money. And then what am I supposed to do with that? Like, just still Venmo him? I'm just like, Mm -mm. I guess I'm just, I have to admit to myself that I'm sad that I have friends, and this is not including you because you're not around in my life, but I have friends that could like give me the small thing that would make me so, if I was had the ability to give my friends something physically that would make them their body feel better, I would give it if it took 10 minutes out of my time, but it's always like I have to beg and it's just like, is it, it it makes me feel unloved to be honest with you. I'm like getting a little, and that's why like I can't be with a boyfriend who won't do, who won't give me foot rubs. Like if it's like a, if it's, I understand if I'm just like rub my feet, they hurt and it would feel nice. It is not, you don't do that. It's not a, it's, it's not about it feels good. It's like, the one thing in life I want more than anything, yeah, anything. And so few people can give it to me in the way that I can't, I like, which is like uh, someone I can communicate with properly. Cause I have issues communicating with LMTs, licensed massage therapists. Cause they always, I don't want them to hurt their knuckles cause they're, you know, these tiny women and whatever. So I guess I'm just like, why, why can't, why can't I get offered more foot massages from my friends? But maybe I need to look at what I'm not putting out there that, that what I'm not doing for them. So maybe we work on a barter system. Let's figure it out. Andrew! Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. 
Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces, like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hey, Andrew. Hey, ladies. What's up? Hey. How do you sleep? Well, well, Noah's giving me some four eyes. There's six eyes over there, boy, and four tits. That's a lot. (laughs) And Luigi's penis. Yeah, it's somewhere in here. It's inside me. Um, It's not. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, wait. I got to put the speaker up to it. Just kidding. My mom really had a lot of energy when she recorded that last night. Uh, we talked about the live show. Uh, what a dream. Noah said that you liked it more than stand-up. Or, or felt more comfortable. 
I love that Noah. Squid like Game. <laughs> Squid Games. Ratting you out, bro. I, I want Noah to keep know, moving like, with us. I'm done talking to you, Noah. Yeah. I'm done. You're I'm not a mole. <laughs> I mean, I think a mole at least lasts uh, six hours before she spills it. everything. I love talking about you. I can't help it. When did you divulge this to I her? didn't say it was better. Yeah. She's also misconstruing no, my story. I didn't say better. No, I, I, said I, more I phrased it in a way that would get you in trouble. Oh, yeah, get Noah in trouble. Okay, you were more comfortable. Yeah, I just there, there's less stakes to me. I felt the opposite. What are the stakes of performing stand up? Well, they're not even that high anymore. You've been either. doing it forever. I know, but it's just it's all you. I think any sport that is the individual, and it's just you. Like I, I would say, a, being a tennis player is scarier than being, you know, an offensive lineman. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's. It's not even about sharing it with so, like the other people that takes. I mean, I guess I it, it it is. It's less pressure to me because stand up is stand up is less pressure because I'm in control. I think that having extra people does take away some of the pressure of oh, I can't have to fill all the. But I have a plan with stand up, and I know how to talk in a way that's like quippy, quippy. But I don't know how to combine. I don't know. I don't like to be on stage with silences. Whereas on a podcast, I know that. There's times where people are just going to listen and, and don't need to be people aren't expecting to go ha 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 yes. ha, ha every yes. 2 seconds. But I think that gives you uh a buffer to be like okay, we're doing a podcast, they're not laughing every 3 seconds. It kind of gives you an excuse, it gives you a scapegoat. As opposed to stand up I get what you're saying, but yeah. for me when it's a live audience, I that's why I expect like you should have it's the setting for which I expect people to be entertained every like they, they put in a lot more effort than they do a podcast a podcast you put headphones in your ears and press play and do the dishes or walk the dog when you get on an outfit and you buy a ticket and you drive to a show yeah. and you sit in a seat that is a higher level of entertainment in which you it you don't want to watch it you want to watch a ted talk on youtube people don't go pay to go see ted talks as much as they pay to go see things that. that keep them you know if you went to Cirque du Soleil and they did a cartwheel every five minutes, you'd be like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. what are we watching here? And then in between, they just talk about mental health. That's what I'm saying. That's why. <laughs> They're like, you ever get sad? <laughs> Backflip. I mean, I That's... just don't understand. And like... podcasts are an intimate thing. Like when people listen, they're alone. They're <laughs> listening to it in their ear. Like it almost would be good if we did live <laughs> podcasts and everyone had on headphones and closed their eyes. Well, here. Or we t- dimmed the lights so they all felt like, or we made them do the dishes at their tables. <laughs> you know those raves? Or driving. Yeah. Those raves where they it's like a yeah. silent rave where mm. they put it in the headphones. Have yes. you ever seen something like that? They tried it with stand up. Yes. What? Oh. oh, you never saw this? No. Oh, this is unbelievable that they did this. But if your headphone was it was like red or blue, the light on it, two stand ups are doing stand up same time on stage. That's fun. They could pick who they want to listen to. So the person on stage, if they're bombing, they're not getting anyone to li- everyone just starts listening to oh, the that's other terrifying. Comic. Oh, oh my god. It reminds me of that Rory Scovel, John Dor, Conan. Where oh. they're both booked at the same time. Yeah, yeah. One of the best one of the best things I pull up on YouTube whenever we're doing like a YouTube viewing, like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Rory Scovel and John Dor uh 
did a bit where they pretended Conan pretended that the show double booked two comedians, <laughs> and he's like, "So we're, we're just gonna have them both come out here." And so they perform at the same time, and you you keep catching. It teaches you that you can't multitask because oh, wow. there's no way to follow both of them. You cannot follow a st- two stand-ups at the same time. And um, they just choreograph it in a way that like their punchlines hit at the funniest times. It's so funny. I, I mean, I felt like last night was a perfect like mix of leaning into funny and talking about real shit. Probably yes, not yeah. real shit as much as but we, this pod Way usually. more than I'm used to on yes, a stage setting. Like, for sure. Way more. It felt... I just I took some chances because my parents were in the crowd like they don't listen to the podcast they don't know the vibe they're probably like Nikki's being a downer right now talking about the stuff but I knew that the you know the besties knew that it would go to those places and like you know I'd share something I learned that day or you know uh, some kind of helpful tip to live my live your life better and stuff like that but um I yeah I, I that's that's the problem for me is that people don't. And that's what I initially said. Like when I listen to a podcast and I hear a, a live one yeah. is coming up, I always skip that one because the energy is different because the person on stage is usually a comic mm. that I'm listening to. And I know that they have it in their bones to take it up a notch and to perform in a way that I'm not used to on their podcast yes. and that they have to keep it funnier. And for me, a podcast is about more like intimacy. Yeah. And so it takes the intimacy out of it. That being said, it was really really fun and we'll do it again uh it was i i was thinking about after you're like you're done touring and then doing that other show yeah then maybe doing some more live pods could be fun like in between of do you like think my having... life's just gonna stop and open up for live podcasts yes. suddenly like that's what i'll just be <laughs> andrew and i were fantasizing <laughs> yeah about me it. and i'm surprised noah didn't tell you we need a lot more <laughs> listeners and to be be able to fill out a bigger Rooms and no, that's cafe. all you're doing, Nick. That's <laughs> no, all you're doing. I'm just saying, like, we're no, I get what you're saying. Trajectory. I get what you're saying. But I would love, I would love this podcast. No, to I'm saying have like a little, tra- like yeah. the kind of. That's the, what I w- wish is yes. that we had. We, I, w- I need more listeners because not because I need them to feel good about myself, but because I would like to just do this only mm-hmm. and have it be the only thing I do. And so we, for that, we need a bigger audience. Yes. But so I was thinking, uh, positively, I guess, and, uh, lying to myself, but <laughs> no, but like the idea of like in between when you're going to start doing another special, working on another special, yeah, we just do some live pods. That's all like for a month or two. Yeah. That's just a thought. I think so too. But the, yeah. Cause a lot of people do write us. They're like, come to Boston. Come yeah. to. Yes. Um, and you like, know. I mean, a lot of times I'm doing stand up shows and then the meet and greet with besties is like, can I just get paid to do this? Can uh, I just, just do a meet people. and greet? Yeah. <laughs> well, that is kind of what a pot you do Q and a for 35 minutes. You know, we, you know, I mean, and then you're done pretty I just much. I want to get paid to go hang out with a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Heather think, McMahon like, does that. She like goes on trips. With like rich women to like Europe. Yeah. I don't know if you want to go to Europe or like be stuck with them it, in a hotel. And it's always, it would always be people who couldn't afford me that I would actually want to hang out with. But the people that could, oh, yeah, I I'd see. be like, ugh. I see what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, I think the type of person that spends their money on a celebrity hanging out with them is not probably the person that I would want to hang out with. Yes. Um, yeah, that's at, the, at the price that these people are listed. And then you have to, the thing is, I want to be myself. I know. That's the problem, like, I'm, I'm really having with, you know, doing 
and not even a problem. I kind of had a realization in LA, like TV and movies and, you know, all the stuff. It's just, I don't know. I'm not trying to be like, I only want real stuff, but like, I kind of do. Like, I just, I'm over anything that isn't real. The second I think a TikTok video is staged, I'm out. Oh, the yeah. second yeah. I see like, uh, even scripted shows, I'm just kind of like, Ugh, it's not real. Like, I just, what is that about me? I'm not trying to be like, I'm better than, obviously, you know, theater is not real. And that's like highbrow. I'm not trying to be like highbrow about it. I just want things to be real. And I just want, well, you know. you could make scripted things that come off, like Succession yes, to me. totally. Comes off, like, I, like. I can't watch Mike and Molly or whatever, where it's like da 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 da. da. I could kind of get into Seinfeld, but I'd rather. I'm Seinfeld. more of a curb guy than yeah. Seinfeld because of that. Feels reason. more real. Yeah, it feels like a because they are like documentary, improv. like mockumentary. Well, even when they're doing a scene, there's not scripted lines. They're just kind of yes. going. They're flying by the seat of their pants, even though it is, you know, uh, not a real conversation or whatever. But I also feel like even shooting TV this week, like. I just feel like I want people at home to know that like people aren't what they seem on camera. Like someone like Jimmy Fallon is that nice all the time and like that enthusiastic and like just such yeah. a sweet guy. But like just having to go from, you know, I'm kind of tired and not really feeling good or whatever to like, hey, like having fun. It's just like just because, you know, and I'm playing a game show. So of course I'm going to do that i'm not gonna sit there and like stare at the floor despondently you have to like phone it in but i'm just i don't want to i here's guess the th here's the thing you have the perspective of doing something where you get to be authentic and then something where you have to be on and yeah. you like being authentic and you know that's cool you're you're realizing what you want to shape your career in the future to be like yeah and go towards things that are more there is something yeah. too about like doing these uh I guess I could use like Adam Sandler as an example of like, and he might overdo it to seem more relatable, but he'll go on with like shorts yeah. and a t-shirt and he'll just tell a couple stories. You could tell he's like, probably didn't kill himself thinking about like, I got to entertain. Yeah. He kind of just brings that realness to those kind of yeah. shows where maybe, you know, maybe it's like having to get done up and like the whole production. I like that. Like, that but you like that me. though too. That makes me feel good and fun. Yeah. I guess it's just like, I'm just realizing, like, in my relationships, in, like, my friendships, mm -hmm. in, you know, it, last night before the show, I was feeling really depressed and just, like, tired and hungry. And, like, I did, like, I think the cameras following us around expected me before shows to be like, oh, my God, we have a live I show know. tonight, yeah. live podcast. They kept, like, kind of cutting in and going, like. How do you feel? What's your like, vibe? Here, so like, just, what are you thinking about? What yeah. are you going to talk about? Yeah, like, so tell us, like, are, what, what, what's um, what's going to be the vibe of the show tonight? Like, what, like, they wanted some, which I get. Like, people that aren't, that don't do what do what we do, might think that we're like before a show, pumping it up. And and the thing is, I would be, but I'd play music that is copyrighted and we can't play. So like, I can't just sing like we the wheels on the bus song, go though. round and round. Like that's not going <laughs> to jazz me up. We sang a fun song though. We went off. Remember? But before a show, I'm kind of quiet. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to do something where we ca cameras followed me around because I wanted to show people what they think being a comedian or being on TV is all about is a lot of just 
not yeah. being on all the time. And I think that even on those shows that apparently showed like the real side of things, if you want to see like the real side of a comedian's life, watch uh, um, uh, Conan's documentary, mm-hmm. I Can't Stop or something like that. I feel like I forget the name of it, but it's so good and it really shows like how depressed we can be, especially someone like Conan who you attribute so much like enthusiasm and energy to. Like I just felt like last night, and then you said something last night that bothered me, which was like, you were just like, well, Didn't know you know, Italian? she's, <laughs> you're like, you kind of said to the, the people that were telling us to like, hey, talk about the show. You're like, she's like, like I would be, but I can't because she's not. And it's just like, are you that, would you, like before show, would you be like, yeah, show, yeah, yeah. Like, would you? No. Okay, so I felt like you were like, she's a fucking downer, so like, I gotta. I never even said that. Go to you what take she, my words and you said like, usually, twist them. No, you said, I gotta, I gotta, you usually fall towards the energy of, of the other yeah, person. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's not a bad thing. But I mean, I thought it was a scapegoat for you saying why you were low energy. You're like, well, this, this one's bringing me down. No, I'm not saying that I would have been like, yeah, my show's gonna be great. I'm saying, though, I match people's energy. I constantly do that. It's almost to a fault. I hate that about myself, but I'm not going to be like, if you're fucking going, I'm bleeding, I'm sad, I'm depressed, uh, I, I was just crying for four hours, I'm not going to go, I didn't cry hey, did you hours. see that? Four, not even three four times. minutes. You yes. cried three times. Yes, but not four hours. That's different. How dare I I'm just take saying, a I just leap? Make, I just want to make sure people don't think I'm crying for four hours. I mean, that's a long time to cry. And I literally, I cry three separate times for like 30 seconds Okay, each. my bad. Three separate times. I'm not getting times. mad. I'm just correcting. No, no. I, my my point is, 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 I sometimes think like, I'm just saying that like, if you're hearing all that, and then I go, dude, but we got a show. Put take that frown, put it upside down. I'm not gonna be like that. Yeah. But I also like, I'm not gonna like, like I don't know. Like yeah, I like I'll fall into. Like, whatever energy I'm re- getting back. Like, that happens constantly. Yeah. Where then I overthink that person's energy and how I should be acting because I don't want to upset them. Yes. That is codependency, I'm sorry to say. I know. I, I have it, too. I took a quiz. I, had, I, co- yeah. I took the attached quiz last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I'm I got to really take it, it, too. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Should we take it right now? Yeah. Let's, we could do it in, in uh, the news. Um, what do you think I got, Noah? Like what kind of attachment style? Yeah, I would say avoidant, anxious. Yeah, really? Like textbook. I'm shocked. Really? Yes. In a romantic relationship. Yeah, I like. I think from what I observed, and this is not anything negative. Like my impression was that you would be more avoidant attached, which is when you feel like you get into a relationship, you do things, um, not to sabotage it, but just to kind of like pull away from it i read it last night after it was like did the assessment and it was like when you get in relationships you scare people off because you put you are too intense and you put everything on it and you like go to you and that's what i always do i feel like people sense like i'm like we're in love now let's just like be in love and this is like it when really i don't mean that it's just like let's just have fun yeah and i'm always worried they're gonna break up with me i'm always worried that they're mad at me I okay, feel that's like anxious. Yeah, I'm constantly overthinking. Like, it like there was one I was looking up like you know TikToks about anxious attachment, and there's like girl being like, 
you know, if they don't, they, they they can like leave you and be like, I like you so much. And then two hours passes and you don't hear from them. And you're like, did they remember something I said that made them hate me? And now they, now they hate me. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, and that is not how I feel uh, in my friendships ever. And it's not how I feel like, and I don't, and it's not anxious. Like I think they're, I never think they're cheating on me. It's not about that ever. It's about like, did I do something that's ne- gonna make the, are they, if they see something about me, are they never gonna like me again and like never forgive me? I mean, I just want to say the book Attached about attachment styles, it changed my life. Yeah. Just reading and understanding um, what you're like in, in a relationship. Uh, I forget the the term that they use for the behaviors that you use to like kind of ruin your own relationship. Mm. Uh, it, it's if if you're gonna read any book more than the three chapters, I would recommend that one. Okay, yeah, I, I downloaded it last night. All right, let's get to the news, and then we'll find. I want you to take the attachment quiz, Andrew. I'm gonna say Andrew's avoid it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, it's Thursday, folks. That means it's Thursday. I hope you're having all the swells out there. <laughs> you know we are, uh, except for Noah ratting me out. I it was not ratting. All I was, she said was you were more comfortable doing the I know, live podcast. I, oh. I was speaking upset. positively. Were you? Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding down you. Luigi uh, just got so scared. Yeah, well, that's your mom's voice. <laughs> <laughs> A man in Wyoming who was facing DUI blames his four-year-old son, says the son was sitting on his lap and was the one driving. <laughs> Sheriff's <laughs> official uh, Oh, man. Oh. That, that kid's going to have anxious attachment. Oh. I mean, can you imagine your dad selling you out? When he, he gets pulled, apparently put racing gloves on the kid and aviators. That's <laughs> what the, uh, no, no. That would be cute though. <laughs> Pretty damn cute. Uh, yeah. So the father like got pulled over. He was getting in an argument with where a woman. Where is this? Is this a Wyoming. small town? Okay, yeah. so maybe it's a small town where it's like, yeah, the kids drive on your lap, and he's like, so I was letting my kid drive, and like, <laughs> I could see it being like. Well, there are some states where I think the driving age is fourteen. Really? Yeah. I mean, this kid's got 10 years to go, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I do like that. The kid, that was a good point that still doesn't help the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had, he had his other son in the car, too, the 15-year-old, but he didn't blame... I get it. Like, you blame the four-year-old. The four-year-old's not good. I mean, it'd be funny Can if they I guess the how old the person was shit. that, the dad? I'm guessing if he has a 15-year-old, and a four-year-old? he was... I'm going to say... It doesn't show his 31. age. It doesn't show. It was like, oh, it was like 39. I think it was 39. Oh, yeah. He was 39, I believe. Okay. Can well, I tell you guys a story about getting out of um, like a bunch of cops pulling my friends and I over? Yeah, please. So I went, um, I was going to go hiking with two of my friends who are total like stoners and um, like one like to drink a lot. And um, my friend pulls out a hash pipe and lights it up in the car on the way there. All of a sudden, a, a police car comes out, um, stops us over. It's like highway patrol, and um, s- like you know, pulls my friends out, starts um, searching the car, finds Ugh. our hash, finds our weed. Ugh. My friend had two bottles of Jack Daniels. One of them was open, and I'm in the back seat. Were you panicked? <sighs> yes. Oh, if only um, you had a four year old. I was panicked because I had <laughs> I had my dog Bruno. So then another police Blame car comes. Bruno. 
And, you know, like... <laughs> they put little racing gloves on Bruno. We did. So anyway, so they're searching us and everything. They're like, ma'am, put your hands on the hood of the car. Take your right hand, um, put it on your bra, and shake your bra out. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my right and left wrong. Of course I did. I, I used my left hand. He's like, your right hand, ma'am, your right hand. So anyway, so they find all of our stuff. Um, oh but God, they're like, just shake your tits. Yeah, yeah. This has nothing to do with yeah. the field sobriety test. But they let us go. Why? I think because they didn't want to have to deal with, like, if they took us to, like, the jail or whatever, the dog. Like, what would they do with the dog? They have to call Animal Patrol. They That's just, why yeah. so many homeless Hilarious. people have dogs, because to be arrested, you have to call Animal Patrol and stick around and wait for them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Bruno got us out of, like, something really bad. Yeah, there's been so many times where I feel like I've been let go because cops, or not so many times, but, like, you you probably there's times you have driven past or been speeding and the cop is just like I just the paperwork like the hassle yeah. of do, doing this. It's like when uh, I got stabbed and the cop didn't ask me another question when I said it was the dog. Mm. I literally did that. I said it was the dog that stabbed me. Well, jumped on me and I stabbed myself. And he goes, "All right, yeah." Like he's like, "I'm not helping. Like I'm not filling out this. I'm not. This isn't my job to investigate." He didn't ask what kind of dog it was. Nothing. Also, my buddy Rusty, remember? Rusty was driving, or the other guy was driving, and Rusty was hammered when he when he left me at the bar. You know, we played a game called You Got Left, and he threw Rusty into the driver's <laughs> seat. And when the cops <laughs> sh- showed up, Rusty's like, I wasn't driving. Because the guy threw him in, yeah. and Rusty was so fucked up. He goes, I w- this is all on film, by the way, black and white. It's unbelievable. Wait, the, like the cop cam? Yeah, it's unbelievable. How'd Rusty you get has it. Because it? they went to, like, court. Somehow they got the film and <laughs> they go, the cop goes, I don't know if I told this on you. I don't, I don't know think I so. I'm, it's kind of, wait, tell those. I don't get it. Okay. All right. So we used to play a game called You Got Left, which when you're with like two or three of your friends, you leave one friend at a bar if it's like 30 miles away from the house. This is before Uber. This is before. Yeah. It's very difficult to get almost. home. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Cell phones were out, but yeah. You when didn't taxi, even have one. Yeah. When taxis were like a thing. And so, so mean. So they left me. I got left at the bar. I get called. You got left, motherfucker. Figure Aww. it out. Oh, yeah. Then you'd call and say you got left. Yeah. So then I get left. I'm asking everyone <laughs> at the bar. I go, everyone at the bar. I go, hey, man, you think you can give me a ride home? This guy finally, this random dude, he's like, yeah, I could, I could drive you home. And I was like, oh, thanks. I had to go like 35 minutes home. We're walking to his car. He goes, hey, man. You mind driving my car? Cause I got DUI last night. <laughs> I swear to God. So, so, so he he's drunk. So he doesn't want another one. Is what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay. So I'm driving. I'm I'll be honest. I'm not. Yeah, you're great. hammered. Yeah. And I'm driving his car like ten and two. It's an old Buick oh with like God. I don't even think it has power steering. He goes to me. He goes, Hey man, you mind if I smoke weed? <laughs> Like what is oh going God. on? <laughs> so I drove his car to my house. He gets into, <laughs> and this is all because you got left. Because I got left. Shitty friends. So my friend Rusty leaves me. So he did it. You know the game worked. I got home, but Rusty drove home with this guy named Benny King, who was an ex-convict <laughs> who was was probably the biggest man. What is your life? The biggest, like this guy was in jail for a long time. <laughs> Benny King. And uh, Benny King was driving like 110 down the down on uh, 95, going back to Vero. What? About an hour drive, and 
he sees the cop lights turn on. They're turning around. He drives far enough where he has a little bit of time to, to throw, throw Rusty into the. Rusty's like a buck thirty. So and Benny's what? huge. Benny's huge. You can see claw marks on the car where Rusty was trying. Because <laughs> Rusty was like out cold apparently. And he just wakes up to Benny King throwing him. Where did Benny go? Like so Benny. Okay. So then Benny gets into <laughs> the passenger seat. And he's like. Doo, 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 doo. Like I'm just riding. this, And so, so the cop pulls, <laughs> pulls, him, or pulls up and goes. Son were you drinking. And I don't know. Rusty right away goes, "I wasn't driving." And the cop's like, "Ah, you're behind the wheel. Like, there's no dog. There's no four year old. It's, yeah, it's you." Yeah. And he's like, "No, nah, it was him. He was driving." And they're like, "Have you been drinking, son?" And I swear to God, Rusty goes, "Well, I had a couple bars at the beer." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh, I had a couple all, bars at the is beer. Is this all on tape? Uh, <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it's black and white, so it makes it... It's like a Charlie Chaplin yeah. movie with, with sound. And so he's, <laughs> and then the cop arrests... Rusty goes to jail. Benny King has a warrant out for his arrest. That's why he threw Rusty in. So he still He goes to jail, jail too. Yeah. Uh, they can't prove it. Rusty ends up losing his license for like five months... Every morning, I had to pick him up to go to our real estate job. And every morning, I'd pick him up. He opens the door, and I go, got left? <laughs> every day. Every day. I go, hey, remember when you left me? Remember when you left me? How's yeah, that yeah, five yeah, months yeah, of no left. car? I go, so how's those claw finally, marks on the... Did he finally prove that he wasn't driving? No, I just think he I took like a... I thought you like said a... there's footage on, on the thing of him being shoved over. No, 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 no. There's oh. not... The cop pulled up after that. Fuck. But But... No, they like did some kind of plea deal because there's like 50 of them that live in that town. Jesus. And, like, so they call a friend, whatever. But All dude, right. it was fucking Next awesome. Next story. Oh, a couple bars at the beer. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, a witch on TikTok <laughs> okay. shares how to hex your ex genitals. <laughs> Ex's genitals. Your ex's oh my genitals. god! And what? all you need to do is start with a cucumber. Oh no, that so, is so terrible. <laughs> so you're looking at the photo? Yeah, I mean that looks like a build your own dildo, like <laughs> from, uh, in the For Saw steampunk. franchise. <laughs> yeah, like steampunk. This does look like yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's <sighs> terrifying. It has a bunch of nails in it and and just like barbed wire. Yeah, it looks like what like WWF wrestlers would use to fight. So that's oh. how you put a spell on your ex's penis. Yeah. So you cut a slit in it, and then you want to oh you want to write their full name, date of birth on a piece of paper. You fold it and you put it inside the slit, and then you go to town on it with like chili flakes, nails, uh, you know, anything that's going to hurt their penis. And then apparently they feel the burn on their own dick. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like a uh, Just give them herpes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, save a cucumber. Ladies. Go ahead and get it, and then call him up and go, "Hey, want to hook up again?" Oh, sorry. Oh, oh my God, did I just hit you? I'm so sorry. It's okay. That was me trying uh, to. I mean, what hex fruit would you use for a woman? <laughs> a broadcaster. <laughs> um, that is that's so if, disturbing. I would. I've hated some people before. I would never <laughs> want to even. I wouldn't want to do that to a vegetable, let alone an, a man. I feel like that was like hurt me as a vegan seeing that. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're more. You would do it to the guy's dick, so the cucumber you, would hurt. We used to do. We used to have voodoo dolls. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> I've been hurt by a pickle that gave me canker sores. So it burned gonna, my canker. So, so bring your, your dick over here. <laughs> <laughs> I write cucumber. I scrub, sc- like uh, scratch cucumber into his dick. That's a long cock. Yeah. He's probably got a pickle. Uh, I wrote cuke. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh no, I would never. I would never want to <sighs> hurt someone that. Uh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I mean, it's just. What do you mean? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Want I like if a girl even someone? cheated on me, I wouldn't be able to like buy like a zucchini, cut it in a vagina, and. I think it's kind of a fun thing it. to do. Yeah, like uh, it seems like something you do at like a sleepover with your girlfriends. Yeah, something like a, yes, that do c- a spell. I've done that before. I remember my friends <laughs> wanted me to get my period back, and so they. Um, <laughs> Because I had lost it due to just like malnourishment and like stress. And like last year, my friends. Did you check the last pants you were wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Could it be in there? Could be in there? Oh my God. So wait, so wait, so. Wait, wait, how old were you? This was last year at at Sarah Lena's house in the Hamptons. So and you tried to summon your. I mean, I was just like eating mushrooms and dancing to fucking. uh, runaway train never going back. Like I was just having a good That's time. That's what your period said. All my friends were like collecting berries and like you know a a, a piece of a possum's uh, you know discharge. It's like oh. I don't know. They were just going around like gathering like oh. nature pieces of nature, and then they put it. They made like a little stew, and like then we sat in a circle and we're like summoning fucking stuff and i was not into it because i just casually mentioned i hadn't had my period my friend went off on this whole thing of like we can get it back and i'm like okay whatever it's gonna keep you busy for a couple hours (laughs) and she went off and was looking for all these ingredients and uh and then when we ate this dinner like every we you know you always have that one friend that's a little more like wait so she bought bought food that's supposed to summon your no, it was like oh. a, like we just like did this dumb like moon ceremonies and stuff. None of it worked, by the way. You know what worked? Uh, taking hormone supplements. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. going to a doctor. Um, <laughs> not like making right, scribbling our intentions on a piece of paper, and you know, looking up at the moon and drinking a purple potion and holding hands you with, sure it wasn't a cucumber on the peach or, yeah. or the cue the ketchup on the peach. yeah yeah that's that that was it we had to <laughs> spray ketchup on a sacrificing plum. my friend's dog was fun but i don't think that's what <laughs> brought it back but it was cool and there was blood a lot of it and um now uh and a lot of fur which did not remind me of my pussy at all um but yeah, you know you have the friend that's a little bit more like new agey oh, than the rest. Yeah. Yes. And so we were eating this meal before uh, we like before we broke bed bread. Like my <laughs> friends all made like a dish. I didn't do anything, but because I don't cook. But my friends were making this meal, and then my one friend was like, "Everyone, like, say what you brought to the table and how it's gonna give Nikki her period." And I was like, "I I need to say like no, like we're not doing this. Like I don't want anything. I don't want this to be about me. Like." <laughs> Couscous has nothing to do with my poos poos. Like, let's just fucking eat. I was getting so uncomfortable with it. My friend only meant well, and she's very like, you know, like talk to the, the mother moon and like, you know, the yeah. Mercury in retrograde, and we're all connected. But I, and which I'm into that stuff. But I, when it becomes too much about me and my period and like how I've just start, it's pretty much like. Let's just talk about how Nikki like can't take care of herself as a woman. It just yeah. like became more like 
I think this is all about you guys and your obsession with your fertility. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. I'm not want kids. You all do, and you're making this about that. And I should have just I didn't get mad about it, but that I realize everything's projection. Like I should have just let it happen and be like, listen, this is about them, not me. I don't need to, you know. A lot of times I just wish that I would get to that point faster. A menopause? Yeah, of just like knowing that when I get mad at people about stuff, like I can just go, oh. this is their shit, not mine. Like right. I don't need to confront oh, yeah. them and try to make them understand that or or make them feel bad about what they're doing. Like I, they already feel bad. That's why they're doing this. And just exactly. know that. Even if like they don't know it. Because that's the thing I sometimes tell my friends. Like it's not about you. That's her shit. And they're like, but she thinks it's about me. It's like, yeah, she'll never. She doesn't. If she knew it was about her, she'd know it. She doesn't have the capability of knowing right. it. Right. And the idea of like whenever they're like, I'm so worried about your period. It's like you just don't want to think about your own problem so then you put it all on your you're worried about your period and the fact that you are getting it and you don't want to get it because you want to be pregnant and i mean that's really what it is women my age are obsessed with their fertility and i get a lot of it projected onto me especially when i wasn't getting my period they're like we're so worried about you it's like i i know you're going through stress right now i'm not i'm actually loving this little break also you have so much blood in you then it doesn't build up oh Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our weekly sports moment. Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which 
It's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in L.A. And now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20 percent off your first show. 20 percent off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. Uh, it's time for my favorite segment of the week. Just kidding. It's the weekly sports moment. <laughs> Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment. All right. In a recent interview, Joe Buck. <gasps> we love him. Admits he really called a 1994 Brett Favre winning touchdown while peeing in a bottle. I don't mind it. Oh, I love. It. I love. It. I love Joe Buck's truth. So yeah. I didn't understand the quote very well. The trash can thing was a little confusing. Okay, so yeah, he was saying how he was peeing into a trash can and somebody handed him a bottle. So mm. was it midstream? Did he have to cut it off? That's <laughs> I that's what I gathered. I gathered as he was peeing in a trash can, which. And then the game started, maybe the game started a little quicker or like, I don't know. Something happened where he had this move from the trash can to a bottle. Should we call him and get the true story? Yeah, You're going to have to, or yeah, or next time you guys go to dinner, you'll have no, to let's ask call him. him right let's now. just try to, I've never called him. And if he can just clear this up for us really quickly. He's only on working Thursday night football, the World yeah, Series. Yeah, he's only and always working the all the Stanley time, Cup no matter what. Time. But if we can get Joe Buck on the phone to confirm what happened with the trash can story. I've never called him. It's going to probably not go well. <laughs> Please pick up. Please pick up. Pick up, Joe. Joe. 
There's no game. Forwarded it. Hold on. I'm going to send him a voice memo. Maybe he'll get back to us before the end of the show. Um, Hold on one sec. Should I try him? No. Oh, I love seeing all your notes. Hey, Joe, it's uh, it's Nikki Glazer. I'm on air right now, and we're covering a story of you peeing in a bottle or a trash can. We're not sure how this all went <laughs> down. We know it involved both containers. We're wondering if you were peeing in the trash can and then someone handed you a bottle, or if it started with the bottle and then it overflowed and you went over the trash can. If you could clear this up for us, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, just send me back a voice memo. Give me a call. Um, love to hear from you. We know that um, you're you are not busy and you're just sitting there's around. There's no game on. Right yeah, now. there's no game on right now. <laughs> um, so please get back to us. It's not like you have anything else to do. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. No, but I love the dedication. Have you ever peed in a bottle? Yeah, driving. Yeah. I mean, it fills up so much faster than you <sighs> think it's gonna fill up. I don't get it. You drink a Gatorade and then you got three Gatorades in you. You, yeah, that's so weird. Whenever I've had to pee into a container, it's or like a cup at the doctor's office. Um, it's so you know, warm too. To you know, I was gonna make some joke about like pissing and just like peeing in a doctor's office, but not for that reason. Yeah, just to get just back he, at him. Yeah, because that's how you pay him because he's a perv. Um, <laughs> I it always fills up so fast. It's so much more water than you think. I it's uh you got to pick the right container as a guy. I don't know how it is as a woman. I mean, I got to think you can't. You got to have do a it. big nozzle because you don't know where yeah, it's coming like from. Yeah, like a cup. Yeah, yeah like you got to. So you have your, no idea where your piss comes from. I mean, I have a, a slight idea, but it like I've said before, it's like you know a, a, a cave wall. Like you just see like water trickling down, but you're like, where's the spot? When <laughs> and then a bat appears. Yeah. When you piss, does it? It doesn't. Does it hit the walls or does it stream straight through? Um, it depends on like the uh, the pressure. Okay. So if it's like a trickle, it, it doesn't have enough pressure to like come out because it's it, it has stuff around it generally. I guess. Got you. Do you feel the same way? Um, I I had to write down a cue and I wasn't paying attention. When you pee, does it? <laughs> trickle it depends on the pressure whether oh, or not yeah. it goes down your leg or it comes out the also street. it depends like how tight my underwear are you know your underwear They're yeah off, though. <laughs> no i know but like if they were tight on me and like i just pull them and just like pee really quickly there's no time for everything to like spread you know what i mean <laughs> what if it's said too much no i feel like if your underwear tight and everything's up there yeah there's no time for it to spread so then it will trickle out yes. like the cave wall yes got it yes. got it yep 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 <laughs> Nope, she's oh right. God. I agree with her. I get what you said. I, I know what you meant. At first, I was very confused. She had to wait for it to divide. Well, and she said, it depends on how tight. And I was like, where's this sentence going? Like, if your pussy's tight. The, the, Sometimes no, when you no, pee. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with yeah. that. Sometimes if you pee after you masturbate or something, uh, your pee can like, spray like, yeah. in weird ways. Because I think the cum can dry and Probably. create like... Yeah. Uh, a blockage and then it'll go it's like when you hold the end of a hose yes yeah yes. it's kind of like that all right well that um, was a great sports moment yeah yeah we learned a lot uh about let's sports. get to fanthrax shall we <laughs> fanthrax everybody get your fucking tits out it's fanthrax time put your <laughs> cock in your own ass oh my <laughs> god oh my god all so right <laughs> Oh, oh, Luigi likes you, Noah. I love He's him. He's warmed up to you. All right, this first one is from... Okay, this first one is from Ariel. Hold on. Sorry, Luigi. I don't want to hit you with my computer. Oh, my God. This is such a process. It's... Okay. Okay. Hey, so sorry. I'm 
Sounds like you. Hi, and my sister's vacuuming, so I just want to do this really quickly. But I was just watching you on YouTube, and you guys should have named this podcast the Nicest Legs Podcast. Ooh, 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 we got the nicest legs. Ooh, yeah, I love you guys. Oh my god, that's so nice, Ariel. Thank you. Um, yeah, I got my dad's legs. They're hot. Everyone knows it. Your dad has hot legs, no hair on his legs ever. Yeah, well, really? Not much. For oh. I think when you get older, it like disappears. No, my dad's like a pretty hairless guy, but he definitely has hair on his legs. And uh, yeah, people always ask me what I do to work out, and I run four miles from every your dad. Like, two weeks from the, my genetic disposition. <laughs> um, no, I don't. It's they're just the way I was born, and um, but. You know, that's not me being like, I just don't. I'm not going to lie to you and say, here's my leg workout. I don't have one. I just yeah, don't. And they're I, great. Either. Yeah. They're well, beautiful. Thanks. A but work I, of art. Thank you. It's the only thing that comes easily to me. And uh, it's not me trying to brag, but I, I don't have a specific workout. But I do run four miles every about every two weeks now. Okay. All let's right. get to the next one. You're going to love this. Okay. From Brooke. Oh, and I take the stairs. Not because um, of... At, like because I'm trying to work out, but because I read something <laughs> recently that said that you should take the stairs because someday you're not going to be able to, and you'll miss all the times you should have taken them. Yeah, because you're going to get older. So that's why I take the stairs. Okay, what's up, Brooke? Hey guys. So <laughs> funny story that I had to share with you. Um, I'm driving along, listening to the pod as I do, um, and this guy is tailgating me. Super pissed okay. off. Get over. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, you know, he goes around me. Pretty sure he was about ready to flip me off. And like, as I like was looking at him and was gonna like, you know, give a little road rage glare, I hear the uh, Nikki's mom go, "Just kidding!" <laughs> <laughs> Busted up laughing, Wait. and like this guy saw me just like laughing to his face, and it made it all better. Um, Wait. So thank you guys. She was listening so to the podcast. Yeah, she was driving and listening to the podcast. The it guy cut was attention. The oh. guy was tailgating behind her, and when she was going to flip him off, when he was my about mom to just cut goes, her off, just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! In case someone right now is about to scream at their kids or kick their dog, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Joe Buck wrote us back, but let's finish this voice message from Brooke. Okay. Not just in that instance, but all the time. Thanks for doing oh. the pod. Really appreciate the podcast and love you, Brooke. The um, serious chats you guys have, I think those are really beneficial for me. Um, I talk so much about the podcast that my friends, <laughs> I'm like, well, Nikki says, <laughs> <laughs> so they know who you are now. From me rambling That's about awesome, you. Brooke. Anyway, um, thank you so much again. Love you. Thank guys. you, Brooke. Brooke is one of my favorite names. It's so crisp. Yeah, I love Good that name, name. Brooke. Brooke. Okay, Joe Buck. Uh, Joe Brooke? A, Joe Brooke <laughs> sent us a message back. I should make you buy my book so that you know the real story uh, and I make $26, but... I already bought it. I'll just uh, tell you that I was in Milwaukee where the Green Bay Packers used to play a home game every year. Uh-huh. And uh, the booth was so far away from the bathroom that I was stuck in the half wooden end. And I made everybody get out of the booth, and I was wearing a parka because it was freezing. (laughs) And uh, a guy had handed me, like, a little water bottle, and I knocked that away because 
you know, at that point, aim is everything. Yeah. And then and he uh, hates plastic. they brought over a trash can and uh, got it. Had a little bit of stage fright. Yep. And uh, I like Sleepy Joe. Once I he started going while the commercial break right? ended. Yes. Came back and a touchdown happened and you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Beauties of live TV. <laughs> Just one more. Oh, and the reason I tell you I had a parka is because once I unzipped it, it was like a long coat. Uh, I had my own stall. Ah. So oh. Yes. Nobody could see anything. That's good. Smart. Yeah, Ex- except for private. the fans in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> except, for, dude. I mean, like, what? why was I aroused during that? Yeah, that I mean, because in a way, he said he has a very wide cock. Oh, he did. Well, yeah, he's like, well, the bottle couldn't do the trick because aim is everything. So they had to bring me a full dumpster. I so mean, I, could I think throw he's talking my... about his urethra. Was that no, makes I me think he has a hose of a urethra? <laughs> I think, that, like, no, I think a, a small water bottle. Yes, it'd yeah. be very Joe difficult. Buck's dick is it's so, so big wide. he can only don't give him a water bottle unless it's a fucking nail gene. <laughs> Joe um, Buck can only piss in a. Yeah, I guess you. I only hear Joe Buck when he's like talking like this and it's like more you know like he's on and that yes. was more like joe horizontal joe this was that was like joe fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it was erotic right noah i can so yes. you do your voices and you're just like mm. yeah it I was feel like very sultry. timed and everything is in this tone yeah and then they brought out the parka and my i'm hypnotized is so wide look at you getting jealous of someone who accidentally maybe inferred that they have a big dick i'm not jealous at all i hope joe has a very wide thick cock (laughs) (laughs) andrew's gonna go buy a fucking watermelon after this and put nails in it (laughs) (laughs) and put joe buck's name in the crease (laughs) put a little piece of paper inside with Joseph oh. <laughs> Buckwald in it. Oh, oh my God. Uh, okay, well, we got to. You're going to be the- on the World Series tonight being like, uh, fuck my dick. <laughs> my wide watermelon dick. Fuck. My parka. <laughs> when my parka rubs up against it, it hurts. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, uh, two strikes. <laughs> Oh yeah, doesn't he have like a game? To, is there yeah, a game tonight? Yeah, the World Series. Is it game I don't know two tonight? It's game three. Game two is last night. I don't know. If they oh, okay. Well, shit. Let's get to final thoughts. Oh fuck. All right. Let me play this final voicemail from Sarah for you. Okay, Sarah. <laughs> Nikki. Hi, Nikki, Sorry. Andrew, and Noah. My name is Sarah. I'm from Philadelphia. I am a true. Hi, guest. Sarah. The reason I am sending you guys a voice recording today is because it's currently Sunday, a.k.a. a day where you guys don't record, and I'm on my way home from my parents' house. It's about an hour drive, and I'm just wishing I had a podcast to listen to Aww. from you guys. Um, We're not going to do it on Sunday, went on sorry. I my podcast app and went to Nikki Glazer Pod and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled, but every single one was played, so I don't have anything oh else God, to listen to. Sarah. But my main reason to send in a recording was Nikki last night in my dream. It was you and me and like a bunch of other people, I guess, but every other sentence was just kidding. <laughs> so just want to say that, you know, you guys are 
in all the besties' hearts and our dreams. And Jack Lantern. Oh my God. You know what? That was not my favorite voicemail. Just kidding. It was. That was great. I love how she said it. Just kidding. Oh, I love when people have dreams that I'm in because I just feel like that means I'm doing something right. Like, like I'm, I'm. Then we really are friends. Oh, that's so cool. I um, oh. I I love you so much, uh, Brooke, Sarah, and um, who Ariel. Was that Ariel, Job. And Joe Buck um, for <laughs> Joe calling Fuck. into the show. Joe Fuck. Um, so nice. And I love that people are loving. Just kidding. Ah. I mean, it really is a thing my mom says all the time after she says anything. And she was, she had a, a I think she must have had a drink last night or something. Because she even said to me, she goes, I think you think I'm drunk. And I think maybe she was just in a good mood because they didn't have booze last night. She gets nervous when, you know, she had to. Th- you know, sing or like yeah. the question thing. But when she gets nervous and like she's so she's her funny. best, she's yeah. her best. She really is. She she's handles, like I ask. Uh, wait, what did she? She say? handles stress with grace. Yeah, she does. She's getting so much more confident too. Yes. Like, when I asked her to do the podcast the day that you weren't able to, when you were in Charleston, um, usually when I call her up to do something, it's like. What am I? They don't want me to do that. Yeah. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna say? Well, what are you gonna ask me, Nick? I don't. I'm not gonna be good. <laughs> and this time, I was like, I was on a run and I was trying to get it all figured out. And I just called my mom. I'm like, Hey, mom, uh, can you do the podcast tomorrow? And she goes, Yeah, that's fun. And I was like, What? Like, I yeah. <laughs> I almost called her on a run so I could be like, I can't talk. Bye. And she was just so fast, like, yes. Now she's, like, confident. Oh, now she talks shit to me every time I see her. Really? She'll go, oh, who's taking your spot? Ah! Who's taking your spot? Oh I go, God. just kidding. She goes, not kidding. Uh, who got left? <laughs> I will. Who got left? <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. We will be back next week. We always are. Sorry we won't be there on Sunday, Sarah. But yeah. we'll be thinking about you. And there's always, um, there's other podcasts out there, but... Uh, you know, just go back and listen to another one of these, an old one. And, and I'm co- constantly appearing on podcasts. I actually just appeared on Maim Bialix podcast. Um, uh, forget the name of it. But Maim, A-M-A-Y-M, if you search on um, podcasts, getting a lot of good feedback about that one. It was a really fun show and a lot of new fans. I felt like I really brought this, you know, Nikki Glaser podcast energy to that. So if you're up for something to listen to and you miss us this weekend, you can go check that out. You can always check out Puddles with Andrew Collin. That's his podcast. And, um, and we, uh, we're on YouTube now with this podcast. So yeah, and you go can subscribe. Watch us. Yeah, subscribe and, and tell, write write nice comments. And everyone out there, if you love the pod, tell five people over the next two weeks. Let the word know because we will come and do a live show in a few months, and Nikki can yeah. quit everything else. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. It's just like if you know that something in your like brings you joy, and you. Like, it's not like a thing that only you would like. Like, if this actually has improved your life or made you feel less lonely, like, give the gift to someone else. And I'm not asking for that for selfish reasons. I really am not. Like, I am. If, if there's anything in your life that you enjoy and you can give to people, like, if you're able to give, like, really good foot massages and there's someone in your life who, like, their joy is oh, totally based on whether or not someone <laughs> touches their foot. My hands are starting to quiver. Right. Well, 
It, I'm just saying, if you have the ability to give someone joy and you withhold it, that's weird. Um, so just give and give and give and do something nice for someone today. If it's recommending our pod, if it's giving you a dollar to the homeless person, if it's just not flicking someone off when they cut you off or tailgate you. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but seriously, we love you so much. And um, and I'm not. Just kidding. So, uh, don't be care. And Jack. kidding. <laughs> I can't believe I had done that one yet. Just kidding. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.